0: Welcome to Talking Pictures, a podcast where we like to talk about movies, TV and other media content we love talking about. I am Brian and I will be your host for today. I am joined by my co-host and good friend, David. David, how's things? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm swell. We are here once again, as always, to talk about
1: a movie. Not just a movie. A movie adaptation of a game. (laughs) So we're going to talk about a movie. It's been out now a couple of weeks, so hopefully our listeners at home will have had a, had a chance to see it so when we talk about spoilers here that they can listen. So we're talking about the Super Mario Brothers
0: movie. Uh, I think it's pronounced the Super Mario Bros. Super maybe. Mario Bros. Yeah, Bros. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, who hasn't seen this movie? Even out of curiosity. Anyone we know. I yeah. don't think anyone. Oh, I don't know. I think it's only just me and you maybe. I Already? Don't I don't know anyone um, that, that of our the, friends that have seen it. but The box office suggests otherwise. Yeah, it's it's the... Highest-grossing video game adaptation ever, and it's only been out uh, what that month. And this shouldn't be a surprise, but it's from Illumination.
0: Illumination does so well with their movies, but yet this is this is Mario. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the this is the IP of video game, two uh, D video game, going all the way back. I think it. for a lot of people, like when you say video game, Mario and Sonic would come into that discussion. But mm-hmm. Mario is quite a, a, a veteran. Mm-hmm. and Illumination got their hands on it and did a movie I think it does suit it
1: very well to be in the form of an animation not live action oh yeah no I think when you they've tried it before I've not seen that adaptation neither have I um, don't, don't want to no me neither but it's it just suits animation better and I think Illumination's style suited it perfectly like they yeah. they it was as close to as if Nintendo themselves just made a Mario movie yeah do you know, and I think it, it is... So
0: you're not, you're not going to do a Ratchet and Clank live action no. show or movie. You know, it's going to be animated, mm-hmm. essentially. So it, it was the right choice. Uh, and I'm glad for it. And, well, David, I saw the movie. You saw the movie.
1: What did you think? I thought it was fine. Okay. I, I wouldn't really have too much to say about it. Because, like, realistically, when you think about um, Mario, think of the very first Mario game and watch the story. Mario uh, I don't even know what
0: the first Mario game movie like getting no, I don't even know what the first Mario game is
1: like it's, it's like, just him jumping along getting to the end of the level and saving princess peach Oh we get that so there's to no yeah there's no story it's not it's not the last of us there's no heart-wrenching moments where Mario has to say goodbye to Luigi or anything like that so this like this character that is just moving from left to right across the screen how do you make a movie out of that? And I think they did a, a pretty good job in, in terms of like, okay, let's create a story. Let's, we have this, essentially they have a huge cast of characters that everyone oh, knows. We'll get into the cast in a minute. Um, and they, like, they had such a roster of people that they, they didn't even need to use every single one. Mm. Do you know? Um, so the and, main... they're, and they're looking to franchise this out yeah. quite a lot. Um, And and I think they will, definitely, because of how well it's done. Um, But you had, like, so the main characters, obviously, Mario and Luigi. And Princess Peach and Donkey Kong. Bowser, Toad. Cranky Kong, and who else do we have in there? I think that's the core cast. the The core cast there. But then, like, you know, people that are familiar with the Mario franchise know of, like, Daisy and Yoshi and... Waluigi. I, I, and... I, I haven't a clue who they are. Oh, really? No, oh, okay. I haven't a clue. So there's who...
0: a, yeah, a bigger roster. I'll, I'll, I'll know who the actor they cast <laughs> to to voice them in the upcoming sequels. Um, but for no, I don't even know who Toad was when they announced the cast. I uh, didn't. I didn't put two and two together. Oh yeah, of course, Donkey Kong's going to be in this. And Cranky Kong. What? And then, um, I suppose yeah, Browser was the is Mario's uh, villain but sure isn't Donkey Kong as well anyway I'm just just give us what you got mm-hmm. you know like there's load isn't there other plumbers as well in Mario's family that are main characters anyway doesn't matter let's, let's get in I'd like to talk about the cast way back yonder when they announced the cast I remember thinking that's a good cast
1: yeah I like this mm-hmm. um let's go into Chris Pratt. (laughs) So he was, I think, the the most controversial figure in the entire cast list because that that cast list came out. Yeah. And, like, you'd read through it and you're like, okay, okay, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Charlie Dale as Luigi. Charlie
1: Day. Jack Black as Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, Peach. And then Chris Pratt as Mario. And you're like... Hold on a second. Chris Pratt as Mario? Is he gonna... Like... Is he going to do the voice? Is he going to, you know, woohoo? You know, it's like what? So, what did you so that, that's what you thought before watching the trailer. Before watching the trailer initially, yeah, that's what I thought was that okay, I could see every other character being played well. Yeah. But he was the one I was looking out for. And I think that's that was a consensus among a lot of people. And I do
0: remember uh, an article being read that he's actually not going to do the Mario voice. Mhm. So the trailer comes out. Everyone raves for Jack Black as Browser. You don't even if you if you didn't know, you wouldn't hear Jack Black in it. Mm-hmm. Jack Black, who by the way I think did a whole lot more of uh, marketing as Jack Black than Chris Pratt did as Chris mm-hmm. Pratt for the movie. Jack Black, he uh, he's like the, it feels like he's the superstar of the Mario movie mm-hmm. and he was qu-
1: him as Browser we can get into that later but he was a great character mm-hmm. I liked him uh, it, was, it was great I loved it just on that point there Jack Black is like the equivalent of John Cena in uh, advertising like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker it's like it's great to see actors who like have such a like love and passion for it and they're like this is my movie come see my movie and yeah. he's going to red carpets dressed as Bowser doing talk shows yeah yeah, you know, yeah. talking to the kids on the carpet and uh, he just seemed to like, like, love what he was doing. Like, he's he he voices Poe in Kung Fu Panda. Like, this isn't his first voice acting gig, and he's like a huge ball of energy, and that comes through in the performance, definitely. But it's not Chris Pratt's first voice acting gig as well, and it's not gonna be his
0: last. He's voicing Garfield, yeah, and he's, he, <laughs> he's which is also gonna be animated as well, yeah. But you know, he voices in the Lego movie, and then. Mm. You know, that's... Very I forgot well. about that,
1: actually, yeah. But and maybe that's the thing, is that he is... Because Lego Movie was so good and it like it defied everyone's expectations, mm. that maybe that that was attributed to Chris Pratt incorrectly. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, he wouldn't have been my first choice for it. What? I don't think he would have been a lot of people's first choice. But here we are talking about a movie... And it's the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. Is that it, Chris Pratt? Probably not. But when executives see, oh, the Lego movie and it made this much money. And they see uh, Super Mario Bros. and it made this much money. What's the common denominator? It's Chris Pratt, right? In I between. don't know.
0: Charlie Day was in both movies. Oh, yeah. Charlie Day. <laughs> in a smaller uh, that, role in That's that Charlie movie. Day, dude. But I'd like to get into when we first watched the trailer. I remember asking you, David. Um oh, what do you think of Chris Pratt's like two lines in the in the trailer because the first half or the first like 70% of the trailer was Jack Black as Browser we heard that wasn't the voice um that, of the traditional Mario mm-hmm. what did you think
1: i thought it was like it's a li- it was a little bit like uh, I it was hard to form an opinion because it was so few lines. Yeah, it was literally him saying like, "Here we go," Do you know. And I remember
0: you saying, "You, you like, no, it has to be like the the Mario voice."
1: But it, yeah, because in my head, like it is that's that yes, that's Mario po- is a certain voice.
0: Yes, that's supposed to be him. But if you ask me that at the time, I don't want to listen to that for like an hour and a half. Really? No, mm. don't want to. Um no definitely not Uh, I I would find it very frustratingly annoying Mm -hmm. I'd be rooting for Browser (laughs) sorry I already was rooting for Browser Bowser not Browser Browser goodness (laughs) goodness see that's that's how well well I know Mario I I couldn't care less Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the movie them Browser what the (laughs) the F sorry folks anywho um, but upon watching the movie alright they even even took the piss out of it with the voices in their advert Mm -hmm. for their plumbing business you know um, but I think the voice worked. I thought it was fine. Once it got into it, yes. I didn't. Know, it, I didn't. write. It, it, it was fine. This, it was fine. Charlie Day was better as Luigi than Chris Pratt was as Mario. I think. Yeah. And Jack Black was much better than brr, Bowser. Bowser. I was to, uh, oh, for the love of Jesus! <laughs> Anywho, um, uh, sleep deprived folks. Um, <laughs> there's no plot really to this movie. No, um, and uh, it's. Yeah, yeah whatever I was just watch it for the crack and uh, put a bit of spin on it it's not rescuing Peach it's sort of rescuing Luigi mm-hmm. um, uh, they're doing like a little setup. like is Peach from Earth or is she from somewhere else um, uh when they introduced Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong I actually thought that would kind of be annoying I thought people would actually be annoyed at hearing him as Donkey Kong but no I actually actually thought Donkey Kong was really good in it that mm-hmm. little one line when they're in the whale and he's like I am more than someone who just smashes things do you mm-hmm. remember that line mm-hmm. yeah like
1: I oh huh, character development cool they're mm-hmm.
0: definitely gonna you know
1: I to, quite enjoyed their like they're yeah. back and forth I think there was one line where um he said, Donkey Kong said, like, oh, my dad's going to think I'm a disappointment. And then um, Mario says, oh, well, that's something we have in common. And he turns around and he goes, yeah, well, the difference is that he's right about you. (laughs) And there's just this, like, constant, like, this rivalry that because Mario beat Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong, like, hates him. But Mario doesn't feel the same way. It's it's funny to play off them.
0: I really did like that quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Keegan-Michael Key was also great as Toad, but I... I, didn't, I don't know. The cow is like oh, it's kind of annoying. It's like almost like Jar Jar
1: Binks in a way. And it's a kids' movie. I don't care. Yeah, that's know? what I was gonna say. Is that like for for everything that we like we're, any we're, criticisms we're, that we have, the movie is made for children.
0: We're twenty six. Like yeah. we have, we shouldn't be complaining about anything. Yeah. We should be grateful. Jack Black was awesome as Bowser as yeah. he was.
1: The thing that I was surprised by was the when I was seeing it, I saw it at like you know, two o'clock on a Saturday. So my screen actually was full of kids. And mm. the kids were kids were enjoying it, you know, you can't complain about that. It's a kids' movie, kids were enjoying it. Yeah. But there was very little actually in it for the adults. Do you know the other way some kind of animated movies would have the odd thing like Pixar. Pixar they'd have like, you know, a slightly like deeper meaning that you wouldn't pick up on it as a kid. Mm-hmm. You could just enjoy it for how it is. Yeah. Um kinda of like uh, Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Puss in Boots had that like coming to grips with your own mortality and uh, ang- like anxiety and dealing with that kind of stuff uh, but if you're a kid it was just a Puts in Boots movie and yeah. he you know Puts in Boots saved the day but for uh, a different generation and a different audience they get something different but that's not present in Mario it's very much just a Mario good Bowser bad we need to beat him we need to save Luigi
0: and I suppose we should acknowledge this is Illumination mm-hmm. this is the company that globalised Dominions yeah you know as characters even into their own movies as as their own solo movies mm-hmm. so the, the Illumination is a children's movie they did the, the, the Grinch I didn't bother seeing that no mm-hmm. I, I actually I gave up this, this book for me franchise because I'm growing out of it so yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised um, it's just Mario with the IP it is you know mm-hmm. it, it is what it is um, But, you know, I'd be curious to see what's going to happen in the future. But, you know, when we look back at the Lego movie for as an example, as a franchise, that stuff, that universe, you know, with the Batman and the Lin- Lego Ninja Go, that's like not happening anymore because the rights are now with Universal. So, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious Lego, if, yeah, because Universal has the rights to the Lego movie mm. making. So, to, like, do Jurassic Park and. Uh, mm. Fast and Furious and all that. Anyway, and <laughs> what, what the point I'm making is, I won't be surprised if we only get like a Donkey Kong spin-off, a um, a sequel to Mario, and then
1: that's it. I well, won't be surprised. Mm, I could see them go like, like realistically, Nintendo have taken their time in making um, a movie. In yeah, in terms of the first one, the first Mario mm. with. Um, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins Hoskins. that came out in what the late 80s Mm -hmm. early 90s 30 years ago 30 years and that one bombed so they took a step back and they've been really careful with Mm -hmm. their IP they haven't made anything since then
0: well we are in an era now where video game adaptations are coming into their own Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's been a long process of when they've started and it's been coming in and out and going out a bit more, and then coming back in even mm-hmm. further, and then it's going in that one direction, um, very slowly. Uh, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's all I have to say for Mario Bros mm-hmm. as a movie. Um, thought the voice cast was the voice cast was great. It's a shame that we look at actors, uh, as, you know, the, as
1: more. Oh yeah, I know that name as opposed to professional voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's kind of, it's almost interesting in a way that, like, for a lot of animated movies, like, the voice cast would be a big part of it. Yeah. But Mario is such a well-known IP. There's no kids, really, that are, there's no kids, like, oh, mom, can I go see the new Chris Pratt Mario movie? Yeah. Like, they're going in to see Mario, and... They Don't really care who's voicing it, they just want to see the characters.
0: Well, yeah, I don't remember thinking Tom Hanks, oh, Toy Story 2. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Buzz and Woody, you don't think of it like that, yeah. yeah. So, you think Buzz and Woody, you don't think um, Tom and Alan for Toy Story, mm -hmm. you know.
1: Dungeons and Dragons was also good this year, so yeah, that's another, yeah. Well, um, we didn't want to just talk about um (laughs) Mario, we we wanted to kind of maybe touch on uh, a lot of video game adaptations, like you were saying there. Video game adaptations uh, have come and gone and they have been in and out, like you said. They've been around since probably as long as video games have been around. Super Mario. Uh, the Mario one with uh, Bob Hoskins and John... That H- was the first one, was probably, it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's 30 years of it and they've kind of... They've been good and they've been bad and... and I remember in
0: 2016, that was the year that uh, Warcraft and Assassin's Creed was going to break the curse. The video game movie curse. Yeah. It's going to be broken, you know? And... Um, uh, the sky is blue water's wet and um, video game movies suck well not in 2016 those mm-hmm. movies are gonna they're gonna break that curse and they're gonna be great oh they sucked <laughs> they just
1: perpetuated yeah. it even worse and it was great casting mm-hmm. as well Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. uh, nope and uh, I remember that, that Michael Fassbender was announced for it like 2012 as well oh, yeah. I remember they announced that movie like really really early on and it was like a long process of of waiting for that but um yeah, no. Video games—they just don't. They just didn't seem to land. For like in a lot of adaptations, they don't seem to land. It's, just, it's bad
0: f- filmmaking that plays into it, but also poor storytelling. Mm-hmm. See, story needs to come first, right? But when you have the story nailed down, like a few we're gonna mention here, but the filmmaking needs to play into it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, both story and filmmaking of Assassin's Creed sucked Mm -hmm. the story was just not great for Warcraft do you know what movie uh, that came out not too long after those that I was actually looking forward to and I'm sad we're not getting a sequel of Tomb Raider thought thought yeah. that was a good. One? The Alicia Vikander, yeah, yeah, and with Walton Goggins as the villain. I felt like profile type of game. Like not everyone's gonna play it, but it feels like if, you, if 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 you're an only fan type of thing, like you would be an only fan to let's say a Resident Evil type of franchise. You know, you can get into it. I could get into Alicia Vikander and her her adventures in the jungle, or in the desert, or in the rainforest, or in the, at the sea, and she meets uh, you know a side character. Um, to join her on her journey to defeat this villain to Mm -hmm. overcome this obstacle similar to Uncharted similar to Indiana Jones and you know well if you watch the Angelina Jolie one you get what I'm saying like those two movies are you know they're different from each other you know Mm -hmm. one had Gerard Butler one had Daniel Craig you know I thought we could get into something like that with uh, Alicia Vikander one with um, uh, the Tomb Raider the Lara Croft but we're gonna it, it's gonna it's getting rebooted and we'll get another
1: adaptation. So that'll mm-hmm. do to come. But um, I think I, I like what you're saying there about like story needs to come first. And I think for me, why a lot of video game adaptations don't work mm-hmm. when you're playing a video game, when you're sat there, you have the control in your hands, and what happens on the screen is like directly you you have inputted that and it happens on screen. Yeah, you so take yourself to the journey. To exactly, the, you take yourself to the cutscene exactly it's very one to one and it's what happens what happens in my hands happens on screen and I am interacting with it and I am pushing the story forward as opposed to a film mm. where you're sat there and you experience it and, and you're told things yeah um, so some stories because they the stories aren't as fleshed out because it relies on the gameplay aspects mm. and you you know for some games you can go an hour between any story beats because you're just playing but um because of that then the story isn't as fleshed out in the game yeah so when you try and uh, adapt that to a movie mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't come across like that so i think that's for me why a lot of the times they don't they don't match up uh, to, to to follow up on that but like let's say
0: Mortal Kombat mhm I, I I'm not a motor combat player, and I'm thinking these this this game this is just about two people fighting when the left to the to, to the right and mm-hmm. uh, the right to the left like these two characters just two random characters. It's all about the characters, and when they made the movie, okay, but well, what's the story? Mm-hmm. You know, what story are they make making? And they just made a story mm-hmm. around it, and they had all these cast of characters. And honestly, I think I think they, made, they did the best that they could have done better. They could have done much better, and oh, the, the the character with the laser arcana, he was like a scenes theater mm-hmm. true through and throughout. I would like a second one, but, you know, come on, do it better and make the editing better. The filmmaking of that could have been better. The story could have been better. Mm-hmm. And um, we are getting a second one, aren't we? It, green lit, but, you know, soon to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, well, you know, we got the Uncharted from the Night Dog adaptation. <laughs> if, if you saw the movie, it's just like, you know, that wasn't, they weren't playing Nathan and Sully. They were playing themselves. Yeah, Tom Holland and uh, Mark mm-hmm. Wilberg, You know, just, just would have I would have. if you saw Uncharted the movie, yeah, I'm not going to repeat myself. Mm-hmm. I liked it more when I first saw
1: it, but then just over time. Well, let's just say I haven't watched it again. Yeah, well, Uncharted's an interesting one because that in it, that as a game, mm. that like the purpose of that game is almost like oh you've seen these action adventure movies like Indiana Jones Mm. what's it like to be an Indiana Jones like character Mm. and so it's like oh we're taking inspiration from a movie but you take inspiration from a movie and make a game and then you take that game and make that into a movie yeah you know you're going backwards of like the purpose of this was to make you feel like it is a movie but then when you put it back into a movie and it doesn't quite feel like the game it just kind of it goes off a little bit it doesn't work like that but look the story the story wasn't great no definitely not no it took aspects from kind of multiple different um yeah. multiple different games and, and conglomerated it into one but mm-hmm. not well but um we're talking negative let's talk some positive what is your favorite video game adaptation the other naughty dog adaptation that we got earlier
0: this year the la- the last of the last of us. <laughs> that was like uh, Pedro Pascal's uh, nephew's like uh, response. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hold on, us. you're playing the last, last of us. You have to go for it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like so. uh yeah. I remember the la. Oh, if you've watched, if you listen to us in Talking Pictures, you've you've heard our discussions on the premiere episode of The Last of Us and the finale episode, the full of- season recap. Yeah, yeah. if you want to go back. Listen to those episodes; they're available. Yeah, um, but so I'm not going to go into the like the how and why and all that. It's a great show; everyone loves it. Pedro Pascal, sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to talk about how it did story. Mm-hmm. All right, we know HBO did well in the filmmaking. All right, so that's aside. It's it's been done great, but the the story. Mm-hmm. All right, first of all, the Last of Us uh, games start off with spectacular storytelling wonderful storytelling the first one's a classic the second one is Beethoven or something <laughs> you know it's, it's good yeah you know so they, they they have all this tool all these tools and materials and, and they use them very very well you can use them and fail but
1: mm-hmm.
0: they they are good creatives behind it so anyone is able to do it they could have made the Uncharted the one good they did but the the Last of Us they, they succeeded in that so well we, we there was no one episode we just did not downright dislike we loved it all mm-hmm. I loved The Last of Us it's they perfected it for me I'm surprised that some people uh, I know who would not watch it because oh zombie game or a zombie show you know mm-hmm. it's like The Walking Dead it's like no it's not the, not it's at all not man. at all like only a handful of episodes had the infected featured in them. The drama was it at all. I I remember thinking back to the games, the drama, of the story, not the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Not the game I play a game once a year. I I think a Call of Duty game
1: adaptation would fail horribly. Um and that's it, just another military yeah movie. That's that's just Secret just... Soldiers of Benghazi and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Like it's <laughs> I'm
0: glad you knew that off by heart or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But like um I, I would like it if you know if they came to it because you know their, their Call of Duty franchise is actually developing themselves into a, a more of a concrete storytelling with their mm-hmm. cutscenes. Remember they didn't have cutscenes as if their a camera shot them. Mm-hmm. It was always true, the the players respectively. Yeah, yes. yeah, but ne- so ma- one day maybe, but yeah, the Last of Us. Jesus, God, darn <laughs> It's the it is my favorite adaptation movie or show to the mar. Shows are coming into their own We'll get into that uh, Towards the, the end But uh, yeah That's what I thought uh, And still do think Is my favourite adaptation The Last of Us Richie agrees with me <laughs> I agree with you Yeah, it's <laughs> class. What about yourself? What um, What do you like As
1: your favourite adaptation? Movie or show? Um, Mine's a little bit I think of a, a cheat Because I think it initially Aired as a TV show Okay uh, It aired in parts And then it's if You watch it now, it, it's fully a movie. I think it was always intended to be because of the way the episodes ended, that it has more of, of a feature-length structure. And that's um, Halo 4 Unto Dawn, okay. Which it was like it was released as kind of like a prequel to Halo 4 mm-hmm. and it was following a specific character who you would meet in the game, yeah. Um, and I saw it, yeah. It's it's uh, the story, um, landscape. Yeah, Latsky, yeah. That he is like in in military academy Mm. and it's set before the events of Halo. When he's younger. When he's younger and they're fighting insurrectionists and then kind of midway through the movie the aliens, the the Covenant come Mm. in and they attack and they like, you know, all these kids in military academy they don't know what is going on and it's like, what is this, you know? And then boom, Master Chief comes in and he is this huge lumbering Colossus, the machine like. of a man a Colossus literally the is... actor who plays Colossus plays <laughs> exactly yeah and he comes in and they are like you know he's like get behind me Do you know he's proper he's voiced by Stephen Downs the, the voice actor from the game it's just like it's a perfect adaptation compared to the TV show which let's stay in the positives here let's stay in the positives I man I can't I can't stay positive about that TV show that is probably that is if you were talking about the worst adaptations, I think it's the worst adaptation. Well, I want to know why you love The Forward and the Dawn so much. Especially when, let's
0: say, for example, compared to The Last of Us, that mm-hmm. is just globalized to the center of the earth and mm-hmm. to the depths of space. Forward and Dawn. Send us an email to this uh, podcast if you've seen Forward and the Dawn. Because mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who would have. Mm-hmm. I saw it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. and and that was just out of curiosity it was like four in the morning or something like that i had only seen it the one time I just remember it was during my hype of loving Halo 4 so much the game mm-hmm. because that was a that was a nice uh, com- uh, compact story uh, for Master Chief and Cortana mm-hmm. I, uh, so that's I was in that zone at the
1: time mm-hmm. um, but why why forwarded it on I just think it it gives a great like like it's it's when you're playing the game and you're Master Chief, like you feel like, okay, I can do anything. Okay. And you are, you know, fantastic, you know, you you know you're gonna win, or like you you hope you're gonna win and all this stuff. And so does that translate over to a show or you know, a movie? Well, did it for forward into dawn? It did, because he's not the main character. And I think that the that's why what, what made it so good was that you're following someone else as a main character and you're seeing through their eyes, the Master Chief and how, you know, to him, he sees him as like the way that we feel he is when we're playing him. If that makes sense. That's actually pretty good. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Compared to in the TV show where the character they put on screen as Master Chief, yeah, I had absolutely zero connection with whatsoever until the very last scene where he becomes Master Chief. So I think that if you were doing that TV show, and in my biggest, one of my biggest problems with that TV show is that they just fundamentally didn't understand what Halo was. Mm-hmm. By if you th- if you think Halo, what do you think? Okay, Master Chief, guy in an armored suit doesn't take his helmet off. We've never seen his face. End of the first episode, takes off his helmet. Uh, we see his face. Uh, second episode takes off all his armor third episode gets fully naked and he has sex then with a girl and you're like this is not Master Chief Master Chief is a more I think robot yeah that's the the beauty of his relationship with Cortana is that he is a man who is more machine and she is a woman who sorry she is a machine who is more human uh, more woman Mm -hmm. you know that that's their parallels is that they both are. She wants to be human, and he is machine. Do you know? Like they they are opposites, and they come together and they work together to make one. Um, I
0: can see you're very passionate about this. I am,
1: man. I I think it's because it is a great like human story, but it's not like a human story from a human. Mm-hmm. That, that's what Cortana is. So the when. The show, like, it, like the, I, I remember the writers, they were, like, boasting. It's like, oh, yeah, we actually haven't seen, we haven't played the games. Do you know, they were, like, boasting about that, that they hadn't played the games. They were wearing that as a pride, you know, a, a badge of victory. When it's like, why not? Like, it's like, just have a bit of passion for the show and, and do right by the fans. Now, if that show had come out and it had been exactly the same, right, but it was under a different name, If it wasn't under the name Halo Mm -hmm. or if the Master Chief was a different Spartan altogether. Yeah. Okay. That would have been fine. And then the end have Master Chief come in and that last scene play that exactly the same, but it's Master Chief like how he is in Forward Unto Dawn. Okay. Then I would say, yeah, that's a great adaptation, but I think they just fundamentally didn't understand the characters. Okay. I know I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there. But. Okay,
0: well, I, I, I'd like to disagree with you, but I'll first acknowledge, I think maybe, yeah, I think it would have been a good idea to introduce an entirely different character, Spartan, to uh, be the main character for the Halo show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Maybe, obviously, do different decision making in the story such as a different AI yeah some a different Mm -hmm. there's obviously some changes yeah Yeah, some changes based on the lead character but Mm -hmm. also the fact that remains we got the show we have right so and that's what we got for me I am not a Halo player but I watch them Mm -hmm. and I, I can get into them and i i I don't know the lore as much as you do, mm-hmm. but to me, yes, of course, Master Chief is a character who does not remove his helmet. I want to see his face, you know, he takes it off, but like the you know his his head is just cut off by the window of the mm-hmm. ship in the first game, you know, and like okay, so they made a decision to humanize him.
1: Mm-hmm. he's
0: the human before the machine, essentially, and that's what happened. He's the machine essentially at the end of it, but now, I don't think they'll fully commit to that because they sell have Pablo Schreiber as the main character and they still want to, they'll probably still have him remove his helmet but mm-hmm. I don't see why they would change it having casted him. Like, I don't think they'll, they'll make that complete departure of committing to this one way of presenting the story of him being human mm-hmm. aka removing his helmet and so on and so forth to then just not removing it at all. I cannot see them not, they're just going to they're going their own way now. I don't like how the writers have been, you know, wearing that. Uh, oh yeah, we don't play the game uh, as a pride. I think that's that's that's, that's poor taste, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the show was good. I have a few. It's not great. All right, there. Like, I did find myself bored. Like right? that one episode where Master Chief was like not even in it. Like, thank God, booking. Woodbine was in it the the other Spartan who mm-hmm. with, the, with the arm and, yeah yeah you know he's, yeah, I like him as a character mm-hmm. uh, there are other characters they introduced in the show from the game and then there are other characters who are not introduced at all I'm like where are these guys you know like they're just doing their own thing okay fine fair enough I will love it when they introduce the arbiter and, but it's like it's, it's, it's adaptation and it's not a, it's not a game per season and uh, beat for beat storyline. They're doing their own thing, it's separate. All right. So we're not reliving it. We're we're being introduced to this version of the Halo, and maybe, maybe, maybe when they're doing the show, there's just not enough, um, audiences for, uh, to watch the show, and. Really, not care. So I think there's more people like me than there are people like you. Mm-hmm. That like that, yeah. that they don't take issue to it mm-hmm. because this is Halo is their flagship show for Paramount Plus mm-hmm. right that's that's what like Mandalorian is for Disney Plus at least in starting off mm-hmm. they're, they're always going to make more shows but they they have season two coming out I know. and it's like I'm going to watch it. And I'm gonna be curious to see where it goes. I'm gonna see. Oh yeah, are we gonna get this version of this character? I'm pretty mm. sure we're gonna get an Avery Johnson in at some point. I think. We'll, I think we'll get a guilty spark at
1: some point, ho- hopefully. Mm. Um, but that's fine. Like 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 you said there, some of the, the side characters like Keys and um, Miranda, Amanda, Miranda, Miranda. Mir- yeah. yeah, his daughter Miranda and Halsey. Yeah. they were all grand. They were fine. Cortana still voiced by Jen Taylor, fantastic. Mm. But it's just so strange that you would have a show, title it Halo, Mm -hmm. and then have it not resemble Halo at all. Not even the story. Like, it kind of ends with them discovering, or them, like, finding out about the Halo ring. Mm Mm-hmm. The story but, is actually quite not that engaging. I can't remember a lot of it. Exactly. I just remember, yeah. but but that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Halo is no different. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff. Like, but the, the 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 game opens. It's called Halo for mm-hmm. a reason because it's a Halo ring world. Yeah. And to not even feature that, it's like I think you are you they they are missing the point of what Halo is now. If the, if they had done it by a different name and said like, oh, this is a story in the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. this is a different group of Spartans. And you can still have, you know, Halsey and Cortana and, um, you oh, know, even oh, put Johnson oh, yeah. or Keys or whatever, have them in it, and then it leads up to, and then a season two where it is following the game. I think I'll give it, I'll give it the second season. But if I still don't like it, I just won't bother because that's, that's, I'm not. Well, you shouldn't waste your time on something that you're not enjoying. It's not good for your mental health. No, I'm not, I'm not. I I did that with a lot of shows. I've done that. I did that with The Walking Dead when I should have gave up on it a long time ago. But um, I'm not, I'm not giving into this um, sunken cost fallacy anymore of like, oh, well, I've watched it for so long, so I I need to keep going. So I'm just not going to do that.
0: There were a good few scenes in the show in my opinion. Like even when his helmet was removed, like I I do like the character. Like I said in my opinion, he's the human before the machine. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, the Halo games are still going. And it yeah. feels like there's no like direct end game coming. Not not really. There's a few foreshadows on where the seventh game might come to, but it feels like Come on, is this war just like gonna end at some point like come on, mm-hmm. when <laughs> come when does it end? yeah, <laughs> but, um, that's enough for halo in yeah, opinion. sorry, sorry to our viewers, we're gonna have to label this one but um, i'd I'd like to conclude this episode by uh acknowledging two things, one we'll do after, which is what we're looking forward to, but first, like the video game movie adaptation was always about movies,, mm-hmm. we're getting an awful lot of shows coming mm-hmm. uh soon in um. In game adaptations, we've got a twisted metal game coming. I don't know what the hell that is, but that's Darren Anthony Mackie. We have a, an upcoming uh reboot of, as I said, Tomb Raider and mm-hmm. um, an Assassin's Creed. We have an upcoming show, um, Walton Goggins is in the Fallout. Mm. Netflix mm-hmm. is also doing a Gear of, of War show adaptation. I forgot finally forgot about that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I just forgot about that as well. Shame David Batista was probably. Too old or too big to star in it, but he's like he—he's he'll, he'll, gunning for that. Mm, I'd love to see him as Marcus Phoenix. He'd yeah. be great. He'd be great. Well, I'd like to ask you, uh, David. Is there any um, upcoming uh, game adaptations, movie, or show, or made for TV that you're looking forward to in the in the years to come?
1: I'd say oh, you've thrown me through a loop there because you said the Gears of War. Um, I completely forgot about oh, that. Well, you, you can you can choose the Gears of War. If I'd like. say Gears of War is a close second, but. Um, Amazon's God of War Right Why? Um, I just I hadn't played the original three games But I played the uh, The Norse God The Norse yeah The God of War on Playstation 4 And I thought that was a great story And I thought Once again A great story Mm. Whatever about the gameplay But the actual story And the relationship between Kratos and uh, Atreus Boy. Boy Boy Um, the the actual relationship between them was great and I'd love to see that um, depicted and that's the thing is that these stories why video games are so good is that some the stories are so good so I want to see a great story translated to another medium in the same vein of The Last of Us where you take it and you just present it in a new way and people who would never pick up a controller get to see them and mm. get to experience these stories. So God of War is is in that vein of uh, a story that I'd like to see once again in a different medium and to share it with people who wouldn't have experienced otherwise. Good. You. What do you? What's your? I think I know. You. I know. I definitely know your most anticipated story.
0: So yeah. Um, my upcoming game adaptation is a movie that still doesn't have a release date, <laughs> and I've been waiting for the gust of four years maybe. <laughs> and a long, long time. A long, long time. And the reason I'm looking forward to this game uh, adaptation movie is because to your to the viewers who may not know, I love a, a movie or show that ha- that follows an ensemble of a ragtag Frankenstein collaboration of characters. Mm-hmm. So Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy will be one. Um, oh God, even like, even even somewhat the aliens one. Uh, I have a list on my letterbox as well, like on which ones, like literally called ragtag, uh, <laughs> mot- motley crew, like even save a private rhyme was one, mm-hmm. the magnificent seven, Rogue One actually, Suicide yeah. Squad, yeah. So when you have the diverse cast of characters uh, put together, uh, it's like oh, I like this one more, and I like I like this one because of this, and. Collecting like, personalities. Yes, and, uh, yeah. I want Star Wars. to do it. Like, I want a main a mainstream Star Wars one. Like I don't know, like a pirate one. Anyway, the, the, I'm looking forward to Borderlands mm-hmm. because not only you have Kate um, Blanchett as Lilith, and you have Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis, you have Jack Black coming into another Black voice again, uh, clap track. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the big Russian guy from Creed is, is playing this guy called Craig mm-hmm. uh, he, <laughs> yeah um, he, he's, he's supposed to be like in his head you hear him like talking like very well English articulated yes. well and he's he, he's he's very acknowledged of himself but when he wants to communicate some, something to someone it comes out like completely different like a maniac mm. so it's like that, I think that'd be great and then so yeah I'm, I know the cast in the movie and I know the characters they're going to play. And yes, I know Jack... uh, uh, Yes, I know Kevin Hart is playing Roland and I know a lot of people are bitching about that, but... Okay, well, so what?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, maybe I I won't be happy to hear him do his Kevin Hartness, but maybe he's not going to do that. We haven't seen footage yet. Mm -hmm. So... Full disclosure: This movie could suck balls. Uh, it, it, might, it might just drag across the concrete and just be like completely forgettable, dumped on a streaming service because it's just taken so damn long to come out. There's no word of it coming out uh, anytime soon. Hopefully this year, please, please God, it comes out this year. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it. Um, I want to see the colourful action sequences and the explosions and if it does well great then who's going to play Handsome Jack in the sequel Mm -hmm. you know I'm thinking Chris Prine or 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 like someone you know like in in those veins so I I, that's why I'm looking forward to Borderlands almost like Mad Max in a way Mm -hmm. Um, so
1: yeah and there's so many adaptations that we didn't even get to discuss yeah Like, like as we said there's 30 years of stuff like the Sonic movie they're very successful they are successful they, ones, I, yeah. I think they started a trend they did yeah and they it, we didn't even yeah I uh, hadn't planned to discuss this but like the, the do you remember when the initial Sonic trailer came out and oh, it was, oh, that was awful oh that was purpose that was on purpose I don't know because uh, like obviously they for anyone that doesn't remember they released the very first Sonic trailer and they had um, an awful design for Sonic they had just gone like off the walls crazy and then they received Too so real. much backlash that they halted the they pushed back the release date and overhauled the um, the graphics and the character design and they made it much more true to the game and uh, they actually like they stopped it they pushed it back till February mm. uh, and then it released and it did really really well and it obviously then uh, Got greenlit a sequel and then we're getting a Knuckles spin off Knuckles show and then I think they have yeah they've been in Sonic 3 as well yeah. Um, Then, like, obviously, Tomb Raider, like we discussed, Doom back in the 90s, Assassin's Creed, two Hitman movies, Detective Pikachu, two Angry Birds movies, Prince of Persia, Max Payne, Mortal Kombat, Uncharted, Ratchet & Clank, Resident Evil, so many adaptations of Resident Evil, uh, Need for Speed, there's a Monster Hunter movie, like, there's so much stuff, there's, like... Such a huge variety of these movies. We hadn't got a chance. Even the TV shows we didn't get to discuss. The Witcher. The Witcher, which is um, season three, is coming out soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Which is Henry Cavill's last season, isn't it? Yeah, he's being replaced by a shoebox. Uh, Luke Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth Liam Hemsworth oh yeah can't even get the right Hemsworth <laughs> um, yeah so there's like The Witcher and there's a Resident Evil TV series there's a oh that got cancelled that's cancelled yeah Diving, Diving. Uh, Assassin's Creed series coming then we've got a war Gears of War um, Fallout Fallout like there's there's Twisted so metal. much so much that has been and there's so much to come yes. last was season 2 you could bet your ass we're going to talk about that when that comes out eventually, but hopefully we'll still be around. But so, it's do, you think the, do you
0: think the game adaptation curse is uh, lifted? It's broken. I hope so. I think that
1: uh, if, you, if we
0: stick to success after success, you know, eventually we'll get a chess movie. <laughs> yeah, that there's you know, you know who's going to who are they going to cast to play the bishop? Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and the queen and and the king and there's and only one knowledge. person they can get to play the queen. What? Only one person they can get to play the oh, queen. Oh, she's already played the queen. Meryl Streep. Oh no, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, Queen's Gambit. <laughs> no, the, I would have said Meryl
1: Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Mm. And then Helen Mirren plays the other queen on the other side. Oh no, just oh. That's <laughs> interesting. But we're casting our fictional <laughs> chess movie. Maybe do that as a supplemental episode. Oh ones. yeah, that
0: would <laughs> actually be pretty good. I do like fan casting. Uh, David, I think this concludes our uh, episode today of Talking Pictures. Um, please, to the viewers listening to us, if you have any questions, please send us an email. Send us, please send us uh, any questions or curiosities to Talking
1: Pictures Podcast One at gmail.com. Our last two episodes, we discussed some fan questions. So, if you want to go back and listen to those, if you'd like us to discuss anything. Um, then yeah, send it in an email to us, and we will uh, we look through every email. So as soon as uh, you know, send one in, and if it's a good topic, we'll discuss it on an episode. If there's any adaptations of
0: games we did not mention, shoot us in as well. Let us know, uh,
1: David. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I think. Uh... Thanks for thanks for hosting, <laughs> huh? Th- for- thank you for hosting. Thanks for letting me just rant about the Halo series. I oh yeah, that. no no
0: problem. Hey, <laughs> look, agree, uh, happy to agree to disagree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Brian. David, thank you.